Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things we've seen, heard or read, to what we did and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. My name is Ruthie. This is Jami. So we did skip week, which doesn't happen very often, but I like to thank the, our subscribers for sticking through with us mm-hmm. and patiently waiting. Uh, so here mm-hmm. we go with another week of our... Uh, regularly scheduled mm-hmm. podcast but not really mm-hmm. so yeah obviously it'll be a little bit in this uh in this what was the thing word that you're, you're the word you're trying to use indigenous in the indigenous indigenous we're talking about native americans disingenuous disingenuous what are we saying disingenuous disingenuous if we don't address what's going on current events here in the usa uh yeah protests about uh about the, the, death, the death of George, the murder of mm-hmm. George Floyd, mm-hmm. police brutality, racism mm-hmm. in general, and all mm-hmm. that stuff. We should talk about mm-hmm. it. You know, it's the least we could do. What was this on the news? I have been avoiding TV. We're doing for a jokes. Weeks. We're doing jokes. What? I haven't been paying attention. Just laughing on Netflix. Yeah, I'm catching up on my Netflix too, man. That's all I've been doing. Lots of stuff on Netflix, man. Yeah. Holy cow. Okay. Jamie, uh, thoughts? Oh, it's been great. It's been a delightful uh, a couple of weeks, man. No, it's, it's, I don't know what to say. It's just pretty, it's, it's, it's just, my, I, I saw the video, what, two weeks ago mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I couldn't, I'm one of those people, mm-hmm. I couldn't, I'm one of I couldn't finish the video that I, all eight and a half minutes, nine minutes of it. I didn't either. Yeah. I yeah. It's it. too yeah. much. I've seen like little snippets and stuff like that and stuff like that. It's brutal, man. I can, I told, I'm totally sympathetic. I'm totally with the protesters and. Uh, about all of this, man, it's just ridiculous, and it's and it's just yeah. all, this, this is all stuff people have said and stuff. This is a, a continuum. So this is you know it's ongoing and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's just wild, man. Right. This has been going on for such a long time. It's mm-hmm. not something. It's not like oh, this one time they accidentally killed a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a, a police accidentally killed a guy. Mm-hmm. It's not the case. It's been done over and over and over and over yeah. again for the last couple of decades for the last century mm-hmm. and it just people just keep ignoring like forgetting about it over time yeah so you know i i'm totally with a protest that people are angry. people are fed up that this keeps happening and cops Nothing that are responsible changed, yeah. are still away with it did any one of us predict that the protests were going to be this huge no i have no idea me neither i have no, no idea yeah, no, no. Idea. i hope it was and I'm glad that it became yeah. it became yeah. bigger than I could imagine. Just this year alone, you got uh, Ahmaud Arbery, mm-hmm. you got Breonna Taylor. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you, you have all mm-hmm. this. It's all these reasons and why the protest should be huge. But this was, I guess, the breaking point. Mm-hmm. This is the breaking point of people finally really mobilizing yeah. to protest that that this is still mm-hmm. happening in America. Yeah. That we should not just let it be status quo. Oh, okay, yeah. another black person gets killed by by a cop crew, no justified mm-hmm. means, and then we're gonna say our peace, mm-hmm. and then they're just gonna go, okay, you said your peace, and then move along yeah. and and continue on with life. It was just a perfect storm mm-hmm. of the right video, the other cops standing by. And the perfect storm of the, of right. COVID in broad daylight. Yeah, and also it's COVID. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody's at home. There isn't like a movie or sports to distract us and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And also, right. it's also right. also Minneapolis, which is a lot of. Uh, I I read some stats where this, mm, yeah. this stuff happens all the time in Minneapolis. They've had they've had they have some of the highest uh, police brutality. They're like the poster child. Yeah, they're the poster child for this. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so it's just a perfect storm, and it just and people just had like an asshole of it. People just had enough of it. I mean, I knew. 
it was it was like this is this this is different because it, I don't want to mention the where we live and stuff like that. But you know, we live like in a very bougie place. You know, nothing really. Yeah, in suburbia. Yeah, suburbia. Except for Ruti. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, yeah, I'm me. Yeah, I'm me an hour. This is a very bougie. You know what I mean? Actually, and it happened here. You know, the protest happened. I saw a, a Twitter, a, a tweet about our local protest, mm-hmm. and this is our place is so sleeping and so uh, uh, what do you call it? so middle class. You would have thought we would have protested about not getting a haircut. It's surprising that we got we protested about Black Lives Matter and stuff like yeah, that. It was know? actually the city over yeah. that was protesting about the reopen America thing. Yeah, and I all I saw was like two guys at most. Yeah, you know and, we and one of the guys guys asked me, "Did you see that part? He, he got hit in the face a couple of times." <laughs> uh, wait, the Chino Hills one? Yeah, Chino Hills. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, didn't see that. Oh he got hit wow. In the face. Yeah. Okay, a man no got hit way. in the face. Yeah, yeah but those, but but over here where I live, I mean, I, I mean, I'm just gonna say right now, Diamond Bar. Uh, I I did participate for a while. Yeah, during the first hour before things yeah. got really real. Yeah, you know, and, and it was yeah it, that was it was so like surreal. It, it did it did like bring to light the the idea about police brutality. Mm-hmm. Um, that didn't happen mm-hmm. in our protest, mm-hmm. but it could have because apparently the police were ready for it. Yeah. You know, uh, be, it, ours happened in like on a Saturday afternoon. Saturday? Thursday. Yeah. Thursday. It was during a work week. It was during a work week. Yeah. So it was like it started at one o'clock mm-hmm. and it ended at two thirty. But the, the but the cops didn't really mobilize till like after two o'clock. Yeah. It was coincidentally you know, after mm-hmm. everybody. After lunch. I think it was after lunch. They had to finish their lunch. They had to drink their coffee. I was like, oh, you know what? <laughs> it's ass whooping time. No, no. <laughs> it was at the two, two o'clock was the time where they, they, they did the, the kneeling for George Floyd. Mm-hmm. Two o'clock was, I guess I was mm-hmm. after that when they mobilized to go ahead and react. The thing right. is, though, is that they were already mobilized before the protest even started. Yeah. They were already all staged up mm-hmm. in, in a city over. Right. And they really had the trucks and the riot gear ready mm-hmm. to go. Which begs the question, again, this this is a very bougie place, it's a suburban place. Where do they get these trucks from? Where do they get these military gear? This 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 speaks to a larger question. Since the Iraq War and whatever, uh, our place, our local place, has been militarized. Man, this shouldn't. I saw some of the, the equipment that they had on Twitter and stuff. They shouldn't have this equipment, man. It's completely unnecessary for this I think- place. A larger question is what was the what was the psychology behind making that decision to prepare for riot gear yeah. in suburbia, mm-hmm. Diamond Bar? Yeah. Like this is a majority Asian community. Like it is now. I, I mean, yeah. if you if you see Diamond Bar and like everybody walking around, no offense, but it's like you wouldn't even expect people to get into a, a little fist fight over yeah. nothing like you're gonna, and you're gonna take out cops with riot gear in diamond bar yeah. of all places like that's the most calm calm like nothing will ever happen type of place true, and they were true. ready for war like that that i, I just i i can't even begin to understand the psychology behind making that decision to prepare military trucks and military gear and riot gear um against suburban people mm-hmm. like come on it, the, it's not and they shouldn't do it for. Um, uh, I just the, they shouldn't. They shouldn't do it for. Who walk around with you know uh, rifle with assault rifles, and that's who they were. They're yeah. going to get into altercations with. That's actually how they should have dressed in. Um, where was that in Michigan when they were rioting against? Oh, uh, reopen America against uh, the shutdown. Yeah, yeah. yeah like would, would that's do. who they should have been dressed up for, not for people who are unarmed and just ready for a peaceful protest. Exactly. Yeah. It it pisses me off. Just to think about it. The, the the thing is though is that a city like Diamond Bar has predominantly been white conservative for the, the decades it's mm-hmm. been around, which only been thinking like mm-hmm. since the seventies or whatever. Yeah. 
right? And the mm-hmm. past two decades, maybe even three. Three, actually three. Three decades. Yeah. Uh, the Asian population is slowly yeah. growing. It's slowly yeah. growing. Mm-hmm. It's slowly growing. Yeah. Get that, out of here. Go to Chino Hills. The, you the Diamond Bar is exactly oh, the, the the good representation of America in general. Yeah. Right where America was predominantly mm-hmm. white, but the minority population mm-hmm. is slowly, slowly growing, slowly growing. And for for Diamond Bar, that's that's how it is. It's like there's a lot of minority people here, specifically mm-hmm. Asian Americans here, mm-hmm. and and all the white people who are in charge. Mm-hmm. You know, who've been here for a while. They're now they're like. Yeah. Hey, what's going on here? Get out of here. Go right. to Upland. Go so, to Huntington yeah, Beach. But I mean, come on. Yeah. We're not we're not all raised to be Jet Lees and Bruce Lees, yeah. Bruce Lees, you know? Like we're not all raised to that stereotype yeah. of we all know kung fu or yeah. we all know some sort of karate or mm-hmm. martial art. No, we're and like wimpy as f- and we don't really like to fight. Like what were they thinking? It pisses, like if I were if I were there with you, I would be more pissed that I would see them ready to fight. When all they're do, all we were gonna do there is just stand and protest and let our voices be heard, well, it, and it, did not have the intention at all of hurting anybody. It, it comes down to the fact that this city, Diamond Bar, is still predominantly a conservative city, mm-hmm. who follow who are the conservative people who follow Trump, you know, who the the the, the, the mm-hmm. Trump people are pretty much telling people, hey, uh, protests are bad because they're gonna loot. So all these people have reacted. We have a reactionary. Uh, <laughs> answer to oh there's gonna be a protest here so there must be looting which means that we need to get the cops to make sure that they're they're ready to to go against the looter also here here's to me here's the bottom line albert you you were there for <laughs> no, the i pro- mean not to be not 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 to like mm-hmm. stereotype ourselves mm-hmm. but when have asians ever looted our, our own towns yeah. when have we ever done that but when then, in history of america have asians ever looted their own also, their own neighborhood here's a, here's a way to look at it though albert you were there at the protest though mm-hmm. when did you feel do, you were there before, and I want to say you were there after the police showed up. No, I, I left right before that happened. Well, just just get the general vibe of it. And something. Did you feel safer before or after the police showed up and stuff like that? You know what I mean. I would say the majority of the protesters and stuff like that throughout the country would say they felt safer before the cops showed up to any of these protests. Well, when, when I think when, that's when, the that's the real that's the real question. When Why? but here's the, the when I left sorry to cut you off when when I left somebody asked me on social media so how how is it I'm like oh it's totally peaceful yeah. and they go how are the cops oh man they're totally chill it was like so surprising that's what I said mm-hmm. and like, little <laughs> did I know what was going to happen yeah. Cause, so because be, there is a thing about that's uh, a thing. they've been proving people wrong it's like yeah, oh yeah. no they were actually fine and then like two hours later wait no they, they started arresting well, people and like beating people for no well, reason well that's the thing there's supp- the, the mindset should be about complete de-escalation and stuff like right. that. If it, if you're at a protest right. and stuff like that, you see regular police cars in regular uniform, regular B cop, that's de-escalation. Psychologically, you go, oh, well, you, you know, hey, it's the cops and stuff like that. But when you show up in riot gear, those shields, you know what I mean, those army tanks and stuff, that's an escalation. That's not and stuff de-escalation. Like that. That's an escalation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly, like, which is why I was saying earlier, I want to know what's going on the absurdity of their psychology mm-hmm. that they think that protesters in Diamond Bar are going to loot and riot and try to, you know, kill the police or whatever that they had to show up like that. At the end of the... You know, if if they were at all educated, educated at all in how to de-escalate situations and actually using psychology of masses and how to control a crowd, they probably would have done so much better. But since... You know, yeah. cops in America. How many credits do they? All, how many college credits do they need yeah. in order to become a cop? Well, I, I don't think education. No, not that has, much. I don't think education it's not, has. It's to, not. The thing is, I don't think education has to do with this. It really has to do with fear and and uh, and prejudice. 
like I said, as soon right, as they heard there was with gonna education, be... but with, sorry to cut you off, yeah. but with education comes a better understanding for who you are up against, doesn't it? Fair enough, fair enough. But the education, that... you become better prepared for what kind of questions to ask, what kind of how to address certain situations. It opens you up to what this person might be thinking. Yes, you know, education is not everything, not everybody. Some people are smarter without, you know, a college degree. However, if 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 a if an esthetician, for example, or like a facialist or a manicurist re- requires like a thousand hours of school, why does somebody who has to hold a gun point it at people and it should be de-escalating situations mm-hmm. only need 60 credits of college to have a gun and actually end up killing people on accident, even no, if they don't mean to? It, it's true. It's true. There's no preparation. There's uh, no prepar- There's no psychological preparation for it. The, the thing they're is, not, the- they're not... They haven't been trained to ask the right questions and address situations in a certain manner because they haven't been able to think as they they haven't been trained to think as much. And they're just absorbing everything in training and they apply it. And training is what, six months? Come on. It should be two years. It should really be two to four years if you're Uh, going to handle a gun. How long does it take for a Japanese citizen to own a gun? Six years. And they have to continuously have a psychological evaluation every year while they own the gun. All the gun control is, and that's because hmm? all the gun yeah, control is ahead, part of the is part of the problem. I don't think in this situation it really applies to the situation with the protesting. Yes, they overreacted. The thing is, though, is they reacted before it even happened. Is what I'm getting at. All the business owner in the right. intersection who are presumably maybe have gone to college because they're business owners and they have stores over there, they assumed the worst because protest equals looting and rioting because they were brainwashed to believe that. And I think I think it really stemmed from that. They went over to yeah. the, the local sheriff, the local the local city hall, and told him, "Hey, there's a riot happening in Diamond Bar. You guys need to be prepared." And they made it sound so bad. They came out in riot gear and whatnot. You figured they should, they would have <laughs> just like like how about we take a look and see what's going on, and then we'll react with if uh-huh. it's necessary. But no, they don't care because right. because the protesters are their enemies for whatever reason. Even though, even though just a month ago there were different kind of protests that that they weren't concerned about, so what the heck, right? Now, b- before before b- before fake news comes in or whatnot, um, the sheriff and the police, their account on why they acted the way they did in the Empire mm-hmm. is completely not true. But then we've seen this throughout the whole yeah. the whole two weeks. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the mm-hmm. police love to lie. And did you guys trip? Is that what you guys did? You guys trip? <gasps> are you sh- I'm are, sh- sure? are you shocked as oh. me? How's your hypertension yeah, and stuff like that? Shocked. How's your hypertension, man? How's your underlying <laughs> condition and stuff like that? You know what I mean? So, so why are you jumping from my gun, man? I don't know. Why are you jumping from the baton? So the video, know. the video is online in Diamond Bar. Why did you force yourself to fall and bleed yeah. from the head? Yeah. So the video is online uh, for about the Diamond Bar day, and I have it linked in the show notes. It's a very long show notes. Yeah. I've never seen a show notes this long before. But point is, like, take a look at the show notes. I know, I kind of got didn't, didn't I didn't see the video, but they didn't necessarily shoot at any of the protesters. They, they shot at the, gr- they they shot at the ground, right? There, there will be protesters who said, "Oh, they had tear gas and whatnot." That's not true. Yeah. Okay. It oh, really necessary. It really was in the in tear sh- gas is not necessary. The thing is, though, they did not shoot protesters. Okay, there was only literally one person that shot. Towards them. To- hmm? Granted, they shot at the street. That's still that's still uh, um, a mo- an, an aggressive move. Yeah, it totally is an aggressive it for move. no reason. It is totally aggressive move, but I think I think I think this is the the thing is that this was the best. This was this was the ideal 
uh, resolution to this. Even it, even though it's not ideal that the protesters were disbanded, mm-hmm. First Amendment and all that stuff. But the point is, is that nobody got hurt. Mm-hmm. There was no there was no police beating up on protesters here. It was literally a case of one of the cops shot mm-hmm. to, towards the ground to scare people off. Mm-hmm. And being that it's mostly high school kids in college, because they dispersed. But there is, while there's no uh, literal consequence in the sense that nobody got hurt, nobody got you know shot in the face and stuff like that, but there is uh, a corrosion of the public trust now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Oh, totally. Yes, yeah. Every protester mm-hmm. that was there have a different opinion, of a lesser opinion of the cops. Totally. Because it's a total overreaction and stuff like yep. that. But they're saying they shot rubber bullets to the ground. They, uh, no tear gases. My whole thing is like, they shouldn't even sh- they shouldn't even have access to that equipment. Correct. You know what I mean? They should not have shown up with any kind of like uh, paramilitary stuff and stuff exactly. like that. Exactly. Should just police, regular exactly. police just showed up to stand in the back. If something happens, if something goes down, it goes down and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But, you know, don't show up in tanks. Don't show up in paint. Yeah, nothing, nothing. Yeah, and, and remember, stick, yeah. because they're pepper spray or, or rubber bullets, it doesn't mean that mm-hmm. it's not lethal or it can't hurt you. It's a mm-hmm. less lethal weapon, yeah. meaning it won't hurt you, but it could possibly maim you. Yeah. The, 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 police are, the police department is supposed to serve the community. The police is supposed to serve the community. They're not supposed to be cynical and stuff. They're, supposed to, they're not supposed to assume just because it's a large crowd, it's a large mass of people, these are all criminals or, you know, all that stuff. Like just, what Rudy's saying, though. You can't think they're worse than people and stuff like that. But like what Rudy's saying, yeah. though, this is how they're trained. Yeah. They're trained well, to go to war. The, tr- the training is horrible. They have to be. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, in the last two weeks, I have. training and a police yeah. training should be completely different things. Yeah. They're not at war. They're not at war with the people that are on the streets, yeah. civilians. When you're a soldier, you're at war with people who have guns and are shooting at you. Yeah. When you're a cop, yeah, in certain instances, there are criminals out yeah. there who will shoot at yeah. you. But not everybody, not every citizen, which is about, I would say, 80% of their encounters do not are unarmed and mm-hmm. have no ill will that towards should, police. And that, should be, that should be what you, that should be your mindset. Every six that I've seen on Twitter, you know, all that stuff, violent crime and crime in general have gone down over the decades and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Overall, crime has actually gone down. They sh- this isn't this, you know, it's we're actually living in a less violent society. You know what I mean? Correct. So this is ridiculous. I am one of those people that's been over these last two weeks. I've been radicalized in the sense that I do believe that we should defund the police. You know what I mean? They're taking weight. Did you? Mm-hmm. I looked at. I, I saw this statistics on the LA budget, and it mm-hmm. blew my mind. The, yep. L, the LA police budget is like fifty three percent of the total budget. That's mm-hmm. ridiculous. That's that's ridiculous. And I'm one of those people who believe. Yeah. Now that I now that I really think about it, police shouldn't show up for any for any kind of situation. They shouldn't show up for a mental health crisis. They shouldn't show up in, in uh, what do you call it? traffic stops. They shouldn't show up in, uh, what do you call it, uh, schools and stuff like that. All that's, the police should be defunded. There should be less cops. All that yeah. money should be taken to and be spent on the healthcare workers and stuff like that. You know, uh, you know, uh, healthcare other. workers and education. Yeah. It, it's a, it, it's, it's a, ridiculous. it's um what do you call this? It's a domino effect. Yeah. If you have, if you fund education equally mm-hmm. across the cities, regardless of tax, property tax fees that are being paid and the funding of the edu- of the school of the education system, no matter what, that should be evenly yeah. distributed throughout and ensure all children, no matter of their um, economic status, have the same yeah. level of education. What that does, it helps them get a better education. When people have a better education, they tend to have better jobs. When people yeah. have better jobs, they tend to have mm-hmm. uh, yeah. job security. Job security Defund means you have um, financial security. When you have financial security, chances are you will not get into crime. Poverty mm-hmm. leads to crime. Mm-hmm. And that's why you need police. Yeah. 
funding the police more than you are funding education. All that money from the police are taking. You're funding, you're funding crime. You're yeah. in, you're encouraging crime to happen. So then you need more police, more police, less money to the educational system. More crime happens. So it's like a it's like a give and take effect. If you put back and you have ultimately, if people are more educated and children raised with the same resources as everybody there's no there's no sense of resentment when there's no sense of resentment you don't need police you don't edu- everyone will essentially be educated enough to act like good citizens and therefore you won't need as much policing in the end that's the ideal situation unfortunately ideal. this country ideal. this country was not built on that it was built on segregation between between the haves and have nots so until that mindset systemic is- yeah, this is the, the systemic racism yeah. and all stuff. Until the mindset is changed in the country, uh, that's not going to happen. I mean, we, we're protesting for that to happen, but we'll see if it actually comes true or not. Yeah. I mean, there are changes, but uh, yeah, no, it's going to be slow. Minneapolis is the first one because this is the epicenter. They're the one first to come out and say, hey, this is, we're going to tear the whole place apart down. We'll no, no, no. Build this over. That's what they want to happen. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's going to happen. I don't know, but I'm saying, at least they announced it. You know what I mean? At least the council sat down, they put it on paper, they voted for it. How much weight How much weight do they have on the decision, though? Yeah, but let's just see. The well, mayor doesn't agree. But my whole point is uh, that's the first sort of domino far as a major city. So, mm-hmm. I, I can't believe L.A. I can't believe the, 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 the sheriff of L.A. hasn't been fired yet and stuff like that. I'm I know. Sure. Oh, my God. I can't believe that more guy's still there. I, this is ridiculous, man. It's like, this is just ridiculous. I'm waiting for something to happen in New York and stuff like that. I'm waiting for certain things to happen. I can't believe Minneapolis, of course, it's you know, it's going to happen first, but I can't believe yeah, I'm, I'm actually honestly shocked by the new mayor, de Blasio, because he's married to a black woman. His children are black or half black. Oh, he and they've faced the same problem. His during Bloom during when Mayor Bloomberg uh, was the mayor of New York a few years ago, Bloomberg? his son got stopped in France. Yeah. His his daughter got arrested during one of the protests, mm. it, it, and he still hasn't passed anything. So yeah. I mean, he said he said yeah. I think it was yesterday he did say that, that that they're starting to work towards defunding the police. But why is it? Why did it have to take now? Why hasn't he been doing that? Why hasn't he been just, politics? The yeah, because politics. That's a that's a, a that's sort of an ugly truth that's also come out during have, the. During this, because a lot of the cities we've mentioned are actually run by Democratic, you know, what I mean, Democratic cities, Democratic uh, governors, and some of that. It's, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a ugly truth that I realized that the police department, the unions, uh, the police unions, they have so much power in these major cities. It doesn't matter if you're a Democratic, you know, mayor like LA or whatever. It's they have so much power in some of this. So, and the mayors and the are so scared of them. It's ridiculous. The only reason it's why a boys club. the only reason why there's even talk about change from. Our, our politicians and whatnot is because they saw the numbers. They saw the numbers. Okay, mm-hmm. let, let's backtrack here a little bit. Okay, okay. Uh, weeks ago, months ago, they were they, were, they had those reopen America protesters, mm-hmm. right? So they were a, they were a significant group. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's a good amount of them that was protesting right now, and that's the reason why Trump was all in the whole like, oh yeah, I agree with them. Yeah. Look at look at all those people protesting, right? And and the cops are clearly for them as well because they weren't in riot gear. They were in regular police uh, mm-hmm. outfits. They weren't beating up any of those protesters. So clearly they were all mm-hmm. in for it. No. Now, this happens. You see our protest for Black Lives Matter and we are legion. We are so many. So now they're looking at it. Oh, crap. That, their group actually is a lot. That's a lot of voters that, can, that, that we have to mm-hmm. now cater to because that other group, the Open America group, they're actually smaller than the Black Lives Matter movement. So now, now we get to have a chance to make actual change because we can rely on those voters, that, that legion of voters in this side, 
to actually agree with us. That's the reason why this protest is important. Yeah. Well, we'll yeah. see. Knock on woods. I'm waiting for something to happen in, uh, you know, around the country is important and all that stuff. But I'm waiting for something, for something to happen in L.A. As far as I know, Garcetti hasn't announced anything. Like I said, that Moore guy is still the, what do you call it? Is still the chief of police yeah, for some reason. Garcetti. I yeah. mean, he's only uh, cutting off, what, 15% of the, yeah, defund the police. Yeah. That's like, what, 15% oh of their budget? That 100, uh, 150 million that he yeah. found? Yeah, it sounds like a yeah. big number, but like, it's only like yeah. 15%. Yeah. Assigned and I, things like that. I do know that the DA for Los Angeles is getting primaried, and she's she's going to get uh, hopefully get booted out. The the I forgot what the number actual numbers is, for, for forgive me. But for as long as she's been the DA of LA, let's just say five six years, she hasn't gone after uh, any of the cops. You know what I mean? There's been like a couple hundred killings involving police officers. She mm-hmm. hasn't gone out. She hasn't gone after any of them. And stuff like now that. she should not be scared mm-hmm. about politics. About mm-hmm. like, well, maybe I shouldn't go after them because of politics. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. We have the numbers no, to support that idea now. Chances are she's getting uh, she's going to get voted out and stuff like that. Uh, well, I hope a not. Little, a little, little too low, too late and stuff like that. So, but anyway, yeah, it's cra- it's crazy out there. It's 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 just crazy. That never. Yeah. Uh, I want to mention something again. You know, as Asians, as an Asian, I'm I'm usually pro cop, but this last two weeks has been really eye opening. I feel yeah. naive. I feel dumb. I feel, of course, I, I felt sympathetic. I understood step racism to a certain extent, mm-hmm. stuff like that, but not like this. I mean, cops are just out there wild, swinging at people just out of nowhere, yeah. pushing little old men. You know, just swinging clubs and stuff like that. You know what I mean? In totally non-threatening situations. They're just they're just wild yeah. out there, man. As, as somebody online has already said, the protest is about police brutality, and the police are mm-hmm. doing police yeah. brutality yeah. Exactly. to to go against the protest about yeah. police brutality. Yeah. Like like, can't you not? Don't you not have any self awareness? Yeah. I mean, seriously. And they've and the thing is, have you seen some of the stories? I mean, just, I just feel so dumb. Have you seen some of these stories that the black black people have talked about and stuff like that? This did you see the one where? This one happened like a year ago. This they there's a picture of like a like a sleepover, right? These uh th- six women they're having like a sleepover to uh, like a like a girls' night kind of a sleepover, and then they said, "Oh, two hours later, when these women is dead." And then there's one black woman and all the six women, and then they're like, "Did you see this she's one?" The one and she's the one who said, "Yep." Yeah, and that's a crazy story. I'm like, "What are you talking about?" There's this one house. There's seven people. Couple, you know what I mean? How did she end up? Doing, nobody's getting convicted for this. Nobody's, nobody's, nobody said anything. I was like, "What is that?" And the one uh, LA cop that was, and then one LA cop that's <laughs> that got arrested today. He got arrested because he just this wasn't during a protest, but he was just. He had this guy handcuffed behind his back. He just started swinging at him. You know, he's just wild, man. This is crazy. And, and then he saw the video well. of Denzel Washington stopping, uh, what do you call police from harassing this homeless guy too, right? It's just wild, man. I, I, I know a lot of people, in, especially in America, are concerned about security and privacy and all mm-hmm. that stuff. But the number one asset in, in this fight against racism and police brutality has been the video camera. Yeah. The, our, our camera phones mm-hmm. have yeah. been like the number one thing that oh. has really helped a lot of people. Did you see the one from Fox 11 where a, sh- a shop owner, a black shop owner, this is live on TV, called the cops because he was getting robbed. He was actually getting robbed and stuff mm-hmm. like that. The cops come. They, they arrest them. You know what I mean? Even the news crew is like, Yo, no, you're yeah, arresting he arrested all people. And then even the reporter was saying, no, they own the yeah. shop. And he goes, that's not important right now. That's yeah. that's irrelevant right yeah. now. But they're arresting the, the shop owners that actually called 911 and they're letting the people go away. And, and he's guy, like, that's not important right now. She's like, 
she, and she's freaking out. She goes, but they're they're yeah. not they're not robbing their own store. Yeah. That's their story. You're letting them get arrested. And then the other one is the one from Al, the one from Alabama. The store owner, the black store owner, was getting robbed. He he gets the guy. You know, he holds the the robber and you know he, he holds him in place because he has a gun or something like that the cops come because he calls him and stuff like that, and the cops punch the store in the face and stuff like that's that that's ridiculous yeah it's just what the hell is going on here man oh my gosh just wild man um i actually want to piggyback on the first thing that you said about um you know our, our stance as asians mm-hmm. um against the police mm-hmm. and it has nothing to do with the police with what i'm about to say um as Asians, like actually our privilege, we owe a lot of our privileges to black people, to the civil rights movement, mm-hmm. because if they had not done this, we would not have the same privileges as yeah. we, do, we have now. Correct. So yeah. they took a real, for they, Asians, they literally going, took a big bull. For a lot of Asians yeah. are, so for a lot of Asians that are going against this movement, because, mm-hmm. and, and you know, within the Asian community, we, we know that we have a problem with prejudice against black people too. Mm-hmm. It's not just a, a you know, a white some Asians, especially the older generation, they have a bias against black people too, and they they yeah. often criminalize them in in. You know why, so, right? You know yeah. why, right? Because yeah, because dark skin is. Bad. Well, yes, and, yes, and no. <laughs> yeah, like, the, 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 that that is that is traditionally what has been going on in Asia is that darker skin is bad. Blah blah mm-hmm. blah blah. However, at the same time, Asian Americans uh, they want to be white people. Okay, mm-hmm. if they see white people being prejudiced against black people, I guess they have to be prejudiced against black people too. Mm-hmm. And and that's kind of where the Asian Americans are when when it comes to black people. Mm-hmm. They they learned it from the white people. Yeah, and that's part of the problem too. Right. Even though even though even though but Asian Americans fair, were but hold on, but to be fair, Asian Asians in China or whatever they're also prejudiced against black correct. people. Yeah. But also to be fair to that point, yeah. that's actually a result of colonialism too. You know, yeah. way back in the day. So yeah. You know, so white people, I just blame everything on white people. They're just spreading everything. They're spreading hate. I mean, me when we went back to the Philippines, um, and I was I was raised there, going to school. I got teased in school because darker skin. Mm-hmm. I loved playing in the sun. I loved mm-hmm. swimming. So I would come back after the summer, really with a really really dark skin, mm-hmm. and I got teased and called different names. And I had curly hair when I was when I was younger, and that grew straight for whatever reason. But I got called like, like really mean things like negrita, which means like little black girl. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and these are other Filipino kids that I'm going to school with. And if I'm getting treated like that, like how much more worse are people who are actually dark skin, like black skin yeah. being treated by white skinned people? And those people are not very far color from me. And here in America, where everyone's supposed to be free, you know, they're... I can only imagine. I can't even begin to imagine how they've been feeling for their entire lives. And going back to what uh, Ruthie said earlier, uh, the reason why so many Asian Americans are here today—they uh, most of us immigrated after the '60s and '70s, right? Uh, it was the Immigration mm-hmm. Act. Oh, I forgot what the name is. Maybe the Immigration Act of I don't know, nineteen sure, whatever. It was passed by Lyndon Johnson, but it was—it was due to the pressure of all those protests back in the '60s and '70s. You know what I mean? And those were all spearheaded mm-hmm. by Black uh, Americans and stuff like that. So yeah, going back but to what that's Ruth also said, their apology for interning the Japanese. Americans. Americans well, well. never and stuff like that. But you know, it's also their apology for also segregating uh, Filipinos yeah. as they were segregating mm-hmm. the black people as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. You know, and which is which is mm-hmm. uh, which is but a history can... about Filipino Americans that a lot of people don't know about. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Filipino Americans, yeah. especially in California, they got to... they got whooping, they got asked yeah. real, real, yeah. real, real beat up. Yeah. But also, we have, we have to remember that even within the Asian communities, we were divided. Filipinos were considered coloreds, mm-hmm. and 
Chinese and Japanese were considered honorary again, I apologize because of the skin color issue. So that's why Filipinos and blacks rose to the and then you had the the quiet the model minority that was considered. Oh, these are the people we want to continue supporting. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. These are the white people. Asian Americans are unfortunately the scapegoat for white people. And Candace Owen just mentioned us. As the model minority. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We are supposed to be the model minority. Yeah. The white, the white people go, well, "Look at those Asians. They're they're well behaved. Why don't you black people be behaved yeah. too?" That's we're unfortunately the scapegoat, which <laughs> yeah, is so embarrassing, and and at the same time, yeah. so frustrating as well. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah, because it's like, okay, yeah, we are fine. We're all satisfied, and I hate when people say, "Well, if we were immigrants too, we were able to rise up from poverty and start over our lives and have businesses and become successful. How come they can't?" And I can't even begin. Like, it just frustrates me. Yeah. It's like, can you imagine being kidnapped from where from? your home country mm-hmm. brought to a country that you you didn't want to come to stripped of your name stripped of your identity stripped of your language for 400 years where do you even begin to form print like your your own like you know how we have our own uh custom and mm-hmm. culture and we have our own identity so we have that as a source of strength like where do they even begin to have that but they never yeah. did they never have it's been yeah. taken from them we didn't have anything taken from us and we had, we came here by choice yeah, we came here by choice. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's the main difference. But now that, but uh, there's historical evidence to prove that Filipinos were actually here in America first before the white people came here. So whatever. What? Yeah. There's a giant ocean there. Jumping <laughs> <laughs> with the Spaniards. Actually, no, they've when the Spaniards Americans and Filipinos okay. DNA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jumping when the Spaniards took over the Philippines all those centuries ago. What? Uh, there were Filipino refugees that actually migrated to this island far, far east of us. Wow, and they don't, it turned out to be America. They don't and teach us that, America was America. They didn't teach you anything in the, in the schools. Man. And, and, yeah. and as they say, we didn't try to take over the land from Native Americans. We willfully just lived with them. Unlike the Americans yeah, that took the yeah. land from them. Europe, to, be, to be precise, uh, Europeans. Europeans, uh, This yeah, is actually on you, Europeans. God damn it. Uh, uh, before before mm-hmm. we wrap things up, uh, unless you guys have more more uh, speeches that you want to say. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to end with uh, defund the police. I'm, I'm, I'm really supportive of it. Although like, defund, I, I, I kind of agree yeah. on the fact that I know we, we shouldn't take play politics, but we need to play politics. Yeah. We cannot say defund the police because mm-hmm. the, the, the Republicans are going to use that That's against funny. voters. No, because I believe we live in a different but world. Defund I think the police doesn't people, mean abolish them. Yeah. You defund don't, the police means I think re, you know that. Like, reassess yeah. we know that. where the funding should go. Yeah, we but know I, that. But I like to think we're at a different place. I think people are more open and receptive and stuff like that. I disagree. People can figure things out a little bit I more. disagree. Yeah. The, 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 the shits. No, no. Like, yeah. The, the, the shits, as I call them now, which is selfish, hateful, ignorant <laughs> Trump zealots, they are still with Trump. Even besides, even even after all this crap about like uh, uh, attacking uh, peaceful protesters, First Amendment right, by the way, just for a freaking photo op, okay? And they're still with Which him. Which nobody still understands what it was about till today. Well, it, yeah. yeah. It was still, they're still with him, okay? <laughs> was he in the bunker so or was he not in the bunker? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> if you're going to, if you're, if you're going to try and convince them mm-hmm. to vote, not Trump. I don't need, I don't need to convince, convince them. Though. You need to. I don't need to convince, we I need we, to convince them. No, you can, you, you can, you can win the, any election yeah. without 
getting Trump to support. You can just, there's enough independence, there's enough people that have no uh, party affiliation. You don't have to. The thing is, if you're with Trump at this point, after three and a half years, you, I mean, what, you're, you're brainwashed. You're in a cult. I'm more concerned because it's still going to be a close race. It's not supposed, shouldn't be. I have, but that's what I'm, I said last I'm time. I'm at a point where I really don't care about Trump which, supporters at all. I don't care about their hearts which, and minds and stuff. They're but just, you have to. They're, they're, but you have to you because have to. it still affects us it's, ultimately. I think and if you energize well, the base, if you energize the do, independence, it's ridiculous. There's, there's no way we can change Trump zealots That's to, to change their vote. They're gonna be they're gonna be a zealot no matter what. That's what I'm However, saying. it's a death what cult. We can do what we can do. However, we we have to, we have to as citizens of this country. He study locked up the, kids the and separated from their study, parents. Listen, even before study, all this, if they're not going to change their minds at that point, understand who what's the our point? politicians are. Understand yeah. who our representatives are. Because honestly, we've gotten lazy. I don't even know the name. To, I'll be honest. I don't even know the name of my congressman. Yeah, of course. And that's yeah. shameful. You know, we have to. Do you guys know? You should. You Feinstein. should know who your representative is. <laughs> you should know who. God damn it! Like, that's a. The name of the attorney, the local attorney general is, we should, we should know who these people are because they are controlling our society. My house rep And because we don't know, and we have, and uh, we, we who are being oppressed have, I hate to say it, and people are going to hate me for saying this, but we have become lazy over the last few decades in voting. So if we vote more actively, because voting is not. It, it's not, it's not just a right; it's a privilege, yeah. and it's a duty as a, as us as citizens. We need That's to true. vote. We need to be more aware. We need to be more interested in politics rather than sports. Rather than well, you know, people can name everybody. People can name an entire basketball roster from from top to bottom, right. but we can't even name our own representative, our local representative. That's yeah. shameful. Yeah, not only that, but it's shameful. But, but, we're a free country, and we're not we're take, we're not even taking advantage of our freedoms. For when other co- there's so many countries out there that don't even have the same the same freedoms that we do. Yeah, and not only that, but but people need We're, to vote from the bottom up. Yeah. A lot of people are voting exactly. only on the on the up, the top yeah. part, like the president. Mm-hmm. But they only don't the vote on yeah. the yeah. bottom. It's really important. The Republicans the Republicans figured that out eight yeah. years ago. They realized, oh, mm-hmm. we got to vote from the bottom up to to yeah. get over take over the country, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what mm-hmm. they did. Yeah. Okay, so we need to do the exact same thing. I mean, exactly. before uh, before all this happened, I would use I my I was first eligible to vote was in two thousand and eight, and from then I only voted on the you know the presidential years and stuff like yeah. that. But ever since most people Trump, do, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But and since pre, uh, Trump got elected and stuff, I voted on the off year. You know yep. what I mean? And I I won't say I pay attention to it, but I've always not voted Republican. You know what I mean? Because just just gross. My whole thinking is I'm not going to vote for a Republican, and I always vote for uh, women if if I see it on the ballot. Well, you're using that. the exact tactic that they're using, except the opposite. Yeah, yeah. But also, I do try to I do try to read all the what do you call it? What do you call it in California? All the propositions and stuff like that. Yeah. So I I would yeah. give myself like a I'm not proud of the way I vote and stuff like that. But I I am trying to get better and stuff like that. And def definitely this yeah. 2012. I'm I'm mean, 2020. I'm definitely going. Uh, I'm gonna vote. You know what I mean? There's no well, way I'm not gonna vote. Yeah, but 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 going back to my original I think, point, I think it also falls on the, the media too. They they sure. they need to stop sensationalizing things so much mm-hmm. and hyper focusing on popular yeah. thing, popular viewers, um, the num- the popular ratings, viewer the ratings, content. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for this rather ins- than yeah, definitely. You need to tell people, okay, this person's voting, this is what he's for. This yeah. this person's voting, this is what she's for. You know. Understand these are your and from the local news. Yeah. They need to talk about who's running. 
Yeah, for this news, uh, for this event, my my brother and my mom been watching the local news. You know, what I mean, with the rioting, I I haven't watched any of it. I said, I said, I just told him, you know, turn off the TV. That stuff, all that stuff with the looting or possible looting, things being broken. That's not the point. You know what I mean? That's not the real focus of it. The focus should be police brutality. The focus should be about reforming that. That you know what I mean? Never forget what's at the heart of this. You know what I mean? So. Okay, so quick bullet points on because, like I said, I had a really long show notes. Uh, obviously, I'm not gonna we're not gonna talk about everything there, but quick, sure. uh, bullet points. Uh, apparently, Hugh Jackman and Ellen DeGeneres and a bunch of other celebrities said the wrong things online, so they're yeah. getting a little bit of a backlash. Mm-hmm. Right. I understand that because uh, this goes to the fact that uh, the first thing that out that's out of your mouth, whether you're a public person or just like schmoes like you and me, mm-hmm. it should be. Police brutality, you know what I mean? That's yeah. number one. If you want to talk about solidarity, if you want to post, I saw what Hugh Jackman post pictures yeah. of protesters hugging police. That's all fine and stuff like that. But that should be like the sixth or uh, tenth thing you post, you know what I mean? Yeah. The first thing is should be about systemic racism, police brutality mm-hmm. uh, against uh, specifically black Americans and stuff like that. That should be number one, you know what I mean? Yeah, and uh, celebrities going for the, let's go for equality, is missing the point. Yeah, it's not, they're completely yeah. missing the point. Yeah. Uh, it's not equality. We're all equal. The problem is yeah. the system does not treat us as much. Yeah. Well, not us, them. Now compare that to John Boyega. Favors. Now compare that to John Boyega, who was out there protesting and had an impassioned speech. Yes. That's that's exactly what we're looking for. Very moving. Uh, I, was, I literally teared up when ben, I saw it. Ben and Jerry's. Ben and Jerry's had a great write up mm-hmm. against 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 racism, and that, yeah. that was great. You know, and there were some companies who, quote unquote, were forced to now side with Black Lives Matter because mm-hmm. they realized. Look at their numbers. We yeah. need to we need to cater to them. And literally, just going back to Ben and Jerry, I think it's Ben. Ben was actually <laughs> out there. Had I say, come on. Ben was actually out there part of the protest. I don't know what city he lives in, but he was actually out there on the streets protesting. So somebody saw him and took a picture with him and stuff like that. He's an old man too. He's a, he's he should be inside, you know, protecting himself from COVID nineteen and stuff like that. I, I didn't think he was alive. But <laughs> how dare you? Both ben and Jerry are alive. But yeah, I thought it was his corporation. No. That was good to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Blackout Tuesday thing was kind of like uh, yeah. was kind of like it had a backfire because yeah. of the fact that it was taking away exactly what we should have been doing. Yeah, speaking out instead of just quietly yeah. shutting down and just posting a black picture. And also, it was election day too, man. And another, yeah. and a lot yeah. of a lot of the activists I follow says, you know what? Also, if you're gonna do that, fine, but don't hashtag. Black Lives Matter because because they're celebrities. Mm-hmm. There, when people look up Black Lives Matter, the hashtag, the celebrity will, will be on the first on the feed. You know what I mean? Well, not so, only that, but, but so they but can't the get whole feed is just black tiles. Yeah, right. and, and it's and the, some, one of the activists I mentioned says, you know, information. That's what social media is good for. It's information. So if you don't want to take information, an information channel away from you and stuff like yeah. that. So it's just it's just, it's a stupid. It's kind of stupid. The, the Blackout Tuesday yeah. is similar to like the Hugh Jackman and Ellen where, where they ha- they mean well. Yeah. But good it has yeah. it has like yeah, yeah good intentions, but it it doesn't have the exact uh, reaction that you're supposed to get. Yeah. Um. Uh, Anti racist books are actually selling like hotcakes yeah. now, which is great. That means people are educating themselves. Yeah. Right. And 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 and, it, and hopefully it continues. Hopefully it just continues, and it doesn't it doesn't fade away yeah. with popular yeah. like with with the times. Yeah, it's a trend, right? It's a trend right now to be anti racist. Yeah, why why, why exactly. don't you not just make it a trend and do yeah. it for the rest of your life? That's why I'm hoping something some yeah. sort of, some sort of thing comes down in L. A. They have to put a law or something on the books right now. You know what I mean? Because uh, basketball's you coming back. Change the books. Yeah, the basketball's coming back. The history mm-hmm. I mean, how many? Which, which one of you actually remembers U.S. history in high school and and grade school? Well, all you talk about I mean, U.S. history the, is like... I know that is Christopher Columbus. Mm-hmm. The pilgrims came and, mm-hmm. and had yeah. Thanksgiving. And British. The Civil yeah. War happened. Yeah. Yeah. 
Jackson was assassinated. JFK was assassinated. Mm-hmm. Martin Luther King was awesome. And that's it. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> they're not. They're just. They're just like like really glossing over the, the other side of history that mm-hmm. they really need to be talking about. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. We also had Sesame Street because you know you got to teach them young. Yeah. Uh, talking about talking about racism. That's good and mm-hmm. all that stuff too. Uh, so the, on the show notes there are links on how you could help. Oh, John Oliver. John Oliver had a great episode yeah. of oh, Lasting yeah, Tonight. Awesome. And that should be required viewing. That's also in the show notes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, one of the things that, that, that a lot of people ask, like, oh, so what are people protesting about? And what kind of change are the, what are the demands? Now, <laughs> this one I didn't know. The, mm-hmm. the uh, what was it? Eight Can't Wait? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that's not what we're shooting. That, that, that's not what we should be shooting for. Because mm-hmm. Eight Can't Wait is exactly what, what the white people want. It's just like... Yeah. You know, just just regular reform of the police, uh-huh. and then they can just go around that some way right. or some other. So apparently, uh, what Ruti was saying earlier is more accurate to what we should be demanding, uh-huh. which is eight to ab- abolition. Uh-huh. All right, I'm just gonna say it real quick over here: uh, defund the police, uh-huh. demilitarize community, uh-huh. uh, remove police from schools, yes, free free people from jails and uh-huh. prisons. For yes. God's sakes, yeah. if they were in jail for the rest of their life for marijuana, which is now yeah. legal, yeah. Let him go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five, repeal yeah. repeal laws that criminalize survival, mm-hmm. which is basically like like you you need to steal bread. Yeah. yeah. Just let them go. Re- rehabilitate yeah. them and help them um, assimilate back into society. Yeah. yeah. Any kind of minor infractions, stealing things from a liquor store, all that stuff is not. It's just ridiculous. Just let it go. Just well, as we know it from the the thirteenth. Let it go. As we know from the Turkey documentary, you uh, saw it, right? Clint- Clinton was not helpful yeah. there with the with the whole tree structure out. When I was young, I thought tree structure out makes sense, right? Now, I, now yeah. I'm like, it's like oh, it's embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. Now, okay, number six: invest in community self governance. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven: provide safe housing for everyone. Mm-hmm. Eight: invest in care, not cops. Exactly yeah. what what you said earlier. Uh, this mm-hmm. is what yeah. we're supposed to be striving right. for. And also, I just want to defend. I can't wait uh, a little a bit, l- a little bit yeah. because I follow the guy who kind of helped create uh, Derek McKesson. His whole thing is like he understands that's just an initial step. Mm-hmm. He understands not the be all, it's not the end all. But his whole thinking is you put this out there for uh, for these cities to adopt right away because his whole thing is like what he proposes doesn't have to go through a lot of legislation. It doesn't have to go through a lot of bureaucracy. It can be adopted right away and hopefully yeah. reduce crime. He understands at the end of the day. It's a it's about massive changes and stuff like that. But you know, basically, you're saying he's saying small steps first. First, yeah. Well, get something on the books right away. You know, because I mean? the eight to abolition is big steps. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So we need small steps first to get to that point. Yeah, and, and I, I can understand it can wait. Yeah, I understand that too. I understand that. I heard it. You have to put something on the books right now. Whether whether what's the expression? Whether going's hot, where you know the iron's hot, whatever the expression is. You know, just you gotta get something on the books. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so, and there are also petitions uh, that you can thing, donate stuff. I yeah. mean, I guess officially, mm-hmm. since it's my money, it's my network. Mm-hmm. Officially, we donated to uh, Brianna Taylor's uh, fund. Oh, that's nice. And, that's and we also oh, officially nice. we also officially donated to the the protest fund. Yeah. So I donated a little bit to the yeah the bail fund. I well, what city did they mm-hmm. don't? I think I donated it should be to LA because we're in LA County. I know, but I <laughs> I did the episode. I did Minneapolis. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, that's good too. That's I did good Minneapolis. Too. Okay, yeah. we did both LA and Minneapolis. Yeah. Ah. Uh, I I, um, I signed some petitions. I wrote an email to like one of those emails to send to mm-hmm. Governor Cuomo to um, repeal uh, certain laws. Um, I also donated to a couple of um, mm-hmm. organizations and and the protest as well. And I really and me personally, I really do feel like next time I see some sort of racism, whether it's big or small, and stuff, I should I really need to be more uh, attentive. You know, what I mean? I I have to be more present. I have to call it out. You know what I mean? 
Yes, yeah. so totally do. Which is the hardest. The hardest part will be at work, especially for me. Yeah. Because I work with a lot of Republicans, and yeah. oh my gosh. Well, I work with a lot of Chinese people, and we don't mention this, any of this stuff anyway. It's, it's because Asians are repressed. Yeah. They don't yeah, want to talk about yeah. politics. Yeah, and which is just a small I'm, circle. But what am I supposed and, to do? You know what? I think. Hmm? Go ahead. Now, what I'm about to say, I think, is a little out there, and y'all could disagree with me, but y- this might be what, you know. Uh, what's his name? I forget which which president that was that was so afraid of socialism and communism. This could be what they were afraid of because socialism technically is a social society who is socially responsible and looks out for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, also wants to have et- like everything equal, equal wealth, equal education, health, national health care. It's not necessarily a bad thing. Any any ideology is bad when extreme and too 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 ideal. But in little in little bits and pieces, it could be a good thing. So could this be something that they were so afraid of back in the 40s and the 50s no. where people come together and share ideas no. and actually look out for one another? Because they so promoted the importance of being an individual and free and doggy dog and capitalism is the best the way thing, to go, the and social, et cetera. That's the, the guy who... So the weak to defend for himself. The thing is, the socialism that they were afraid of was 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 they felt it was coming from a, a outside influence. It was because no. of Russia, from China, and stuff no. like that. It's all that. It's not <laughs> okay, I, I know you gave us permission to disagree, but I disagree with both of you. Yeah, I really think it's really basic. Mm-hmm. They, they 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 feared communism because they didn't want the Russians to take over. Yeah, I think it was simple as that. Mm-hmm. They fear socialism because they don't want to be paying for other people's benefits. Mm-hmm. Because that's what they believe socialism is. You're paid to the government, and the governor's gonna governor's gonna give the government's going to give money to the people who deserve the money, and it may not be you, and yet you're paying for it. That's what they're afraid of. That's socialism for them. Is them paying for Mexicans and black people? Isn't that happening now? Any anyway, yeah, yeah. Which one of you knows where taxes really go? Yeah. We don't. No, we don't even. Have, we don't have a breakdown. It's federal, state, and you're done. That is. Like that nobody is, actually knows. That nobody is. Nobody actually knows where the taxes. That How is. You know that. Politicians are not yeah. paying themselves more than they should. That is, we the, don't even know that. No, that is the conundrum. Okay, their argument about no one socialism is because they don't want to pay for other people, and yet they are still doing that yeah. right now. And here's my whole thing. My, my, mm-hmm. I've heard this whole thing about oh, fear socialism, fear socialism. All that stuff went out the window in 2008 when when all those banks, all those big Wall Street companies got bailed out. It's just, you know, it's, what does Chomsky? This is a clip of Chomsky always says socialism only works only. Only uh, it's only socialism when it's like a giving to the people, but when it's like no, it's about risk, re- risk, risk and reward. You know what I mean? If uh, what do you call it? They they'll take all the risk, and if they fail, then it's socialism. Then they want to be bailed out and stuff. Like but that. Jamin, you know I mean? banks equals business. Yeah, but business this, equals capitalism, not but, socialism. But which banks? How many? All banks? That's why, not what they care why, about. Why did certain banks get That's bailed out? That's not what they care about. Like like yeah. Ruti said, they're not educated enough to understand yeah, this. Yeah, but I'm okay? s- no, I'm saying I'm, I'm presenting the argument against it. It's just bullshit. All that's when they say it about is. it's anti-social. It's just ideas. It's just about how you apply them. Yes, but, but they're, using, they're using these ideas but, on the voting. Yeah, but I'm also my my other point is like when, when Republicans think about social, they they tell you oh fear social. Fear. The thing is, the Republican Party they have no no original idea. You know, they have no big plan you know what i mean what's the big plan of uh, the republican party you know what i mean what is their whatever thing? trump's talking points are yeah but the thing it, is, it used to be for immigration that's what republicans used yeah. to stand immigration for. and the national and the national debt yeah yeah but going but knowing what we know know about immigration now knowing the fact that the 
our our all the prices, all the things we pay for is lowered because of uh, immigrants working in the fields and stuff like that. What is their big idea? What is their big thing going forward in 2020 and stuff like that? You know what I mean? That's the thing. They have no, they're, 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 they're more, they're morally, they're morally and they're intellectually bankrupt. They have no big ideas. All they tell you is fear this, fear that, and fear this. That is their, that That's is their the platform. strategy. That is the strategy. At the end of the day, exactly that is their the platform. It is, it's worked for, yeah. it's worked for them. Protect yeah. And grow it. Continue it's, to grow it. And the dumber the masses who continue to buy their products, the the more they profit, the poorer we become, the less educated we become, the less right. educated yeah. we are, the less aware we are to even understand how to even fight, the less aware we are to even know what we should fight for. This is the, their strategy for well over a century now. Mm-hmm. And they, they, it's worked for them uh, for so long. I, I disagree. I think with with Reagan, they actually had a thing where it trickled down economics. See, that was a big idea. But in the last three years, though, it's been proven that it doesn't work. If the people accumulate wealth at the top, it, it doesn't trickle down. So once that, that's been proven, uh, what do you call it? That's been proven incorrect. It's false. You know what I mean? Everybody, you know, everybody lives through the 80s, 90s, you know, yeah, all that well, stuff. Well, Reagan destroyed the economy because of freaking trickle down economics. Yeah, all the jobs went to other countries. You know, there's no manufacturing here and all that stuff. You know. That was to me. I think that's the only last big idea I could think of as as being attributed to the Republican Party. You know what I mean? Trickle down economics. Ever since then, like I said, it's been just fear. It's just fear based. Well, okay, the economy is one thing because that's always an argument that they're gonna do. Mm -hmm. The other argument that they always do is that oh, we support the cops. Uh So this is their big idea that is now challenged. Yeah. Especially right now, it's Mm -hmm. now challenged. Really curious to see what direction they're gonna go with that. Yeah. Really curious. All right. Uh, um, what are you gonna do? I, I do want to end this. I know I should have ended it like 23 minutes ago, but that's okay. This is a s- special episode. Uh, I'm, I'm passionate I, about it. There, there is a story that I, I read online. It's, it's titled, Holy Shit, Did You Hear What Happened in Boston? Right? Mm-hmm. It, was, it even says hashtag Blue Lives Matter. Uh, he did it ironically. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, I saw this. Yeah. It goes here Did you hear what happened in Boston? An unarmed teenage boy was hit mm-hmm. in the head with the butt end of a firearm during a nonviolent verbal exchange with a law enforcement officer. Word of the incident quickly spread, and within an hour, several people gathered in the area to peacefully protest. They shouted slogans, and business owners in the area closed up shop for fear of their property. The law enforcement officers called for backup, and backup arrived in the form of heavily armed law enforcement personnel. Then They then declared that the assembly was unlawful and ordered the protesters to disperse. The crowd, in response, grew restless and hurled dirt clods at law enforcement personnel. Law enforcement responded by firing into the crowd. The first man killed was a black man. If, while reading this story, you found yourself thinking that law enforcement was in the right and that the protesters should have dispersed, then congratulations, you have fallen on the wrong side of history, siding with the tyrant King George III against American patriots. The incident occurred in 7070. The black man killed was named Crispus, Crispus Attucks. The incident became known as the Boston Massacre and was one of the key events leading to the American Revolution. Take mm-hmm. note. How's that for history? This is to all those people who thinks you know, protest should be peaceful, you know, there's a right way to do this. There's no right way to protest and stuff like that. We're all here. There's no. We're all here because of protests and because of uh, some sort of violence and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. If it weren't for any disobedient acts of disobedience in history, mm-hmm. none of us we would probably all be dead. Because yeah. none I, of us would, would on, fight for what's right. Honestly, I would be somewhere in China right now if if, <laughs> if everybody just stayed home and just, just took, <laughs> took it. And, you you, you know, would have been repatriated. <laughs> yeah, my grandfather fought in the 
Civil War, Chinese Civil War, I forgot what it was. Mao versus, uh, uh, Mao versus mm-hmm. Kai-shek and stuff like that. He lost. He went to Taiwan. Mm-hmm. And we mentioned earlier, uh, uh, the protests in the 60s and 70s led, uh, led to the immigration of, of my family coming here and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So protests yeah. are part of our lives and stuff like that. It is what exactly. it is. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Thanks for yeah. listening. Uh, my name is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert 5 5 my name is Ruthie. You can find me on Instagram at Ruthie Grace. That's R-U-T-H-Y-G-R-R-A-C-E-1-3. And you can find me on Twitter, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-I-O-U. Uh, leave a comment on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or on our website itself. Uh, leave a voice message on our voicemail. Support us. There are free options. Go to who what's worse when it comes to support. However, if you have a chance to support anybody, support Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Uh, music has been provided by the White Access. All the links and information, especially the show note, can be found on whowhatworsewhere.com. Uh, before we go, how about a quick recommendation, Jaming? Uh-huh. I recommend uh, the 13th on Netflix. It's also yeah. free on uh, YouTube. On, on YouTube now and stuff yeah. like that. It's a uh, it's a documentary by Ill- uh, Ava DuVernay and stuff like that. DuVernay, yeah. It's a nice uh, overview of how we got here. It's about how what do you call it? After slavery, the uh, the the our institutions are the police, the prisons. It's it's like a reboot of, of slavery and how, how we got here and stuff, and how mm-hmm. white black people are where they are in this country because of uh, uh, institutions, racism. It's a carryover of, of the slavery days. It's, it's, it's very, it's very, it's very broad. It's very digestible. It's only like an hour and 40 minutes or something like that. It's a good starter as far as like figuring out mm-hmm. how we got here. Yeah. It's good. And, and, it's, and I'll give you this. Mm-hmm. If anybody watches this or think they have an idea about systemic racism, and haven't seen this when you watch it your eyes will be open yeah. there will be something in this documentary you will be surprised at. yeah it's ridiculous pretty it's, short it's, it's ridiculous yeah. alright this was episode 305 of the Stuff in Junction thanks for joining us until next time this has been a podcast on the Who What Worst Why Network <laughs>